When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you have not already, you should head over to tinyleaps.today and claim your free Crush It in 2018 guide. This is going to help you step by step in setting a resolution that actually gets done to make sure that 2018 is the best year of your life so far. So head over to tinyleaps.today. That's tinyleaps.today. See you there. In this episode, I talk about the differences between a value creator and a value provider and what that has to do with how you can make more money. Get excited. Because you are now listening to Tiny Leaves. Big change. Big Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaves. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, uh, this is going to be kind of a short one. I just want to share uh, sort of a uh, mindset thing, I guess, or, or maybe it's more philosophical. I don't really know what um, what category it falls into. Maybe it's kind of worldview, but it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and it's the idea of who gets paid the most. So if you look at a company, any company in the world, uh, historically, the person at the top makes the most money. So that might be the CEO, the founder, uh, the uh, head of the board, like whomever is at the top uh, technically should make the most money. Um, and, And so what something that I've been thinking a lot about since I graduated college is uh, this idea of what is it that the person at the top is doing in order to justify making far more than the person who's not at the top. Um, and you hear see this idea a lot in uh, the argument around income inequality and, and uh, CEO pays and, and so on and so forth. And I don't want to get into the political side of this. I don't want to get into the right or wrong side of this. I just want to uh, sort of share the concept uh, because something I've come to realize more and more in the last, I don't know, let's say six months is that there really are two categories 
of creating value. But before I get into them, uh, first, let's lay down uh, what I believe to be sort of the truth of, of, of the world, the truth of our society. Everything runs on a value exchange. Um, so if we're talking about salaries, uh, you are being paid exactly the amount of value that you bring to a company. Now, this isn't always true. There are social factors involved. There are uh, gender factors involved. There's so many things that, that can get involved in this. But if you look at it just on sort of a theoretical economical level, um, you should be paid the amount of value that you bring. And, and so therefore, if you bring less value than somebody else, then you get paid less than that person. And, and that value is defined by uh, what the person paying you finds valuable. And, and so when, when you look at it as a whole, really the formula is pretty simple. If you want to make more money, you provide more value uh, as defined by the person who's paying you and you make more money. Um, now, it doesn't work out that way in practice, but that is the the idea and that is how it should work. Um, so, so now that we have that defined, um, let's talk about what I consider to be the two different approaches to, to value. Uh, so you have what I call the value provider. Um, so this is the standard employee. This is the person who... Uh, shows up to work, adds value to the the process, adds value to the system, adds value to the client or the company or whomever, and gets paid for it. Um, and that's a pretty standard. You know, the more value you add to the system, the more money you'll be able to extract from that system. Uh, that's straightforward. The other side of this is the value creator, and this is where. Uh, the CEO sits. This is where the person at the top sits. So uh, the, theoretically, in a perfect system, the person at the top is creating the most value and therefore should be paid the most. But it's it's different because it's not sort of a one-to-one comparison. Uh, so you have the value creator and that person is creating value from scratch. They are building the system. They are putting the pieces together, recruiting the resources and solving a person's problem. Um, so if I founded a company to help, or actually let's, let's use a real life example. I run a company that helps small businesses and uh, solopreneurs and, and sort of knowledge driven entrepreneurs to create podcasts. Like I'm solving a problem for them. I'm helping them navigate the launch process and do it in the right way and have the best chance of success when they launch. Um, so this is the problem. This is the system I'm building to solve that problem. Because I'm building that system, I am creating value from scratch. There was nothing there and I am creating it out of not exactly thin air, but I'm pulling together the resources. I'm identifying how the system should work. I'm getting the people on board and I am solving the problem. Now, if you go down the line to uh, somebody who works with me or, or is, is working for me in this company, uh, so one of my coaches or one, my assistant or uh, anyone on the team, uh, what you get is someone who's providing value. You know, they add value, otherwise they wouldn't be there and they wouldn't be getting paid. They are adding value to the system, but they're not creating value. 
They're not pulling the system together. They're not uh, making things work. They're not solving the problem. They are uh, brought into the system as a resource to add value to this one specific area. And, And so they provide value to this one specific area and they get paid for that value as opposed to, again, me creating the entire system to begin with, and that is creating value. So the reason that I I make this distinction and the reason that I'm driving this home so much is um, if you want to really make more money, not just get a raise, not just um, some side income, but if you really want to make far more money or rather be capable of making far more money, what you need to do is look at how you can create value, not just provide it. I think we're all sort of funneled into that uh, world of providing value. We get jobs and and we do X, Y, and Z and and so on and so forth. And we provide value to a system that exists. Um, But the more you can become the person who creates a system, and this doesn't necessarily mean starting your own company. You can create a system within a company that already exists. You can take a leadership role and and become a manager and and, uh, solve a, a specific problem that you know that your company's clients or your company is facing. You can create systems within companies. So it's not so much about quitting your job or not quitting your job. It's more about looking for those opportunities to be a value creator rather than a value provider. If you can be plugged into a system, then you're only so valuable. And if you can be plugged in, it means a lot of other people can also be plugged in. And so therefore, uh, if you want job security, if you want to make more money, if you want to uh, be more valuable to your company, you need to look at the areas that you can become a value creator and and build the systems from scratch and, and put the resources together that will then require value providers to come in and, and uh, work those systems. So this is just something I wanted to share with you just to have on your mind. Uh, it may or may not be 100% resonating with you, but I do think that it's important to at least have this model on your mind as uh, just an additional way to think about your role versus your CEO's role or your role versus your manager's role and start to understand why uh, someone in a higher position should be paid higher, not just because they're doing more work or, or anything, because very likely you're working far harder than they are. Uh, if you're working the system, then you are doing more labor than they are most likely. However, they're designing the system and, and that is far more valuable to the overall success of whatever the company is than the labor. And, and that's, that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. Um, but on, uh, it's true. The labor side of things is uh, becoming less and less valuable, at least in office environments, at least in corporate environments. I can't speak for every job out there. Obviously, I, I don't have the experience to speak for every job out there. And there are many jobs where the labor side is the most important thing ever. And and so I can't speak for those, but the jobs that I've had experience with and the world that I have experience with, um, labor is, is becoming less and less the important thing. And uh, building the system 
is far more valuable. And so if you can find a way to put yourself into a position to build a system, and this doesn't have to wait until you get a promotion, this can simply be, it can, it can be something so small. It can be um, looking at an existing process that, that it has been in place for a while that you don't think is the most efficient and trying to find a way to, to uh, reform that process and to renew that process. If you could do that, and it can be the process that you're a part of. But if, if you can do that, it shows your boss, it shows your manager that you are a value creator, that if they give you the opportunity, you will create value from scratch and blow them out of the water. And, and so try to find those small areas that you can start to create value instead of just provide value. And I guarantee that you're going to see an increase in your career. You're going to have more fun and you'll likely get paid a whole lot more. And so with that said, uh, no articles to share today, but I do want to remind you to head over to tinyleaps.today. That's tinyleaps.today to claim your free guide to crushing it in 2018. This is going to help you step-by-step to create a resolution that actually gets done finally. And, um, really just help you dominate in 2018, which I want for you. So make sure you head over to tinyleaps.today right now and claim it until the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.